Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. Hi there, welcome to this week's Future Print Podcast. I'm very pleased to have with me David Arno, who is Product Marketing Director for FFGO for Bobst. David, good to speak to you today. Hi, Fraser. Thank you for your invitation today, that podcast. No, thank you very much for joining me. i um, been looking forward to this because I think it's quite interesting. We're looking at the, the vision that Bobst have, really, of the corrugated market. Um, we hear a lot about corrugated. We hear a lot about corrugated, particularly coming from the digital direction. But I think it's good for us to get an understanding of where the true market opportunities lie. Um, David, just for anyone who doesn't know you, just give us a little bit of insight into who you are, what your role is, and your background at Bobst. Yeah, so my name is David Arno, and I am in the corrugated industry since 2002 now. Uh, and I had different roles in the R&D development for Bobst for about 12 years before I switched to uh, marketing activities. And currently, I am product marketing director for the product line FFG, DRO, and peripherals. That includes all the flexo folder gluers, rotary die cutters, and also peripherals for these lines. And uh, yes, after 20 years of activity into this industry, I must admit that uh, my passion for customers and corrugated industry was never so high than today. In oh, this that's interesting. Time. <laughs> that is interesting. Um, so, as you said, you've been in the industry for a little bit of time. How do you think the packaging landscape has changed over the last few years, uh, particularly focused on sort of, you know, things like e-commerce, online retail? Tell us a little bit about your view on that. Yeah, what I can share is that um, the industry has changed drastically in the last years. Uh, specifically the, the three last years with the sanitary crisis, uh, with the COVID issues. Uh, and today, the society uh, requests more sustainability. Okay, it's, it's obvious. The, uh, the market requests also closer proximity, and everything should be fast, and faster and faster. And this is clearly linked, in my view, uh, with the digitalization of our daily life. Huh? So uh, what does that mean for, for our industry? Um, and, and obviously, the e-commerce is a very good uh, indicator of these trends because it has accelerated a lot during the COVID crisis and it has changed the market. And specifically because uh, if you will look at this market, um, the value of the corrugated packaging in e-commerce represent 80% of the value for this packaging. Wow. And, and, and this has a direct impact on our customers' activity. Mm -hmm. And every year, they need to produce more and more corrugated board to feed with and to, to, to meet with the e-commerce growth. And uh, we, we need to understand here that um, it can be very simple boxes, you know, regular sorted container boxes with one color print. And here they need to be very fast and cheap to be mm -hmm. competitive. Mm -hmm. But also there is another market with more complex packaging. When, when the e-commerce wants to 
work on the unboxing and customer experience. Yeah. And it includes, of course, the reuse of the box for the return of the product, mm -hmm. but also some inside printing to have customized messages for the customer. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, that's quite interesting, isn't it? The, the yes. flipping of moving it away from being just a protective box to actually something that's a marketing tool. You're a marketer, you understand that, I guess. Exactly. And this is really where the brands want to differentiate themselves. Sure. You know, with, with a customized experience, and they want also uh, to, to, to build customers' loyalty on their side. So, of course, yeah. the right link between the brand and the customer yeah. is very, very important. What do you think when you think of your customers? And obviously, there's a there's a chain here. There's your customers, and then your customers' customers. But when you think about your customers, what are the main challenges for them today? Uh, the corrugated industry is really a volume market. Yeah. And, and our customers need to be competitive in that market. Yeah. And, and maintaining a productivity level as high as possible sure. is the first challenge. This is really the first point. But also another one that is important is to deliver zero-fold packagings. Yeah, because um, uh, faulty packaging has uh, a cost, okay, yeah, of course. a non-quality cost, mm -hmm. but also the quality of the packaging is a way to 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 have a, a higher customer loyalty. And, and the third big challenge is around environmental impact. Yeah, okay? yeah, and, sure. and here there are many topics. Huh? We can speak about paper quantity inside the box. Because people want to reduce the quantity of paper inside the box, but also at the same time to, to, to keep the protection of the good. So the yeah. right balance here between the cost of the packaging and, of course, the protection of the good is, is a key. Mm. And they want to reduce the energy use. And specifically, when we look at what happens right now, huh, we, we, we speak about price of energy, but we speak also now about availability of the energy. So this will be a more and more important question. And the third, third topic in, uh, in sustainability is um, how we, we generate waste or not yeah. and drive out of the waste throughout the full converting process is one of the key topics today. Manufacturing is undergoing a digital revolution. The Future Print Tech Digital Print for Manufacturing event will explore the exciting opportunities for inkjet technology in manufacturing industries. Join us at the Muller Centre in Cambridge on the 9th and 10th of November. For more information, visit futureprint.tech forward slash events. That's Future Print Tech Digital Print for Manufacturing. On that note of, of sustainability recycled product, um, two things in there one is that often within the box you find that they they're protecting the product using polystyrene or plastic or some sort of polyprop kind of uh protective which is not very sustainable is it? it's not very good for the environment that so it's kind of interesting as you talk about the kind of thinking thinking it's not just about the box is it it's also about the the way it's protected Exactly. And today, the expectation of consumers is clearly to have 100% of the packaging recyclable. 
Sure, sure, sure. And, and we saw the trend to replace any kind of airbag or plastic protection inside with a with paper-based solution. Yeah, yeah, makes and sense. Initiatives um, to to see a single-use plastic replaced by paper-based solution is really one of very strong um, that we see with specifically brands. Then that want to to build also a good image, but also to preserve the environment, and this is clearly a, a trend and pushing uh, again the use of paper. Sure. Now, just on that note of uh, whilst we're talking about protection and recycling, there was a concern that um, corrugated board. There was a shortage of corrugated board because obviously exactly as you said covid was very busy everyone was buying products that were being delivered to houses where is that now where are we with that is that still a problem is there a shortage uh, the, the use of paper is very high right now sure. and, uh, and and our customers the converters try to keep up with the demand mm. so this is an issue so and um, and we see it uh, okay on a daily basis but um, they request also a lot of new equipments. That's so good. we see that the use and, and the volume of, of corrugated board manufacturing is higher and higher, and we see it increasing in the coming years. Sure. And with the corrugated boards that are involved in, in packaging, um, how are they printing on, on these boards? Is it What technology are they typically using at the moment? Well, uh, our customers mostly they they use the flexo post print technology. Sure. And um, well, if we look specifically at e-commerce applications, mm -hmm. uh, it's very simple printing outside the box because yeah. it should be uh, anonymous. I mean, okay, you just have the brand like like yeah. the black and white mono. Dealer. So one color, yep. high volume, all yep. the same. So, yep. And today, the flexographic post print is the most efficient way to do it. Yep. Now, if we think about personalization or, or, or customization, it's it's less applications. We have some specific um, machines able to print inside and outside the box. Mm -hmm. And here, um, solutions exist on the market to do it in one pass, in line. Oh, right. A very efficient way, but still it's flexographic printing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because, because of the cost. And if you look at the e-commerce, the volume is so high and the pressure of the big player is so high that the the cost topic is one of the most important ones. So cool. reducing all the cost is is crucial for our customers to, to maintain a profitable business, first point. Mm -hmm. and, and then uh, they need to... To, to to get the, the best solution. And flexographic post printing today is still the one that, that has the best compromise between sure. all these topics. And your customers, when you're having conversations with them, I mean, clearly there are some major issues with uh, energy, with supply chain. What, what else do you sense are the bottlenecks that they're facing at the moment in packaging production? Well, uh, today we see many bottlenecks, but but usually it's not in the converting equipment itself. Huh? At right. least uh, if you have a box equipment, I will say. But <laughs> all what everybody is facing today is the labor turnover. Yeah, 
very important topic everywhere, all around the world. And to keep skilled operators on the machine is really one of the challenge of our customer. Mm -hmm. To keep the productivity high, also the quality of the packaging. And this is a trend everywhere. How are they dealing with that, David? How are they dealing with that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The only way to deal with that is to make this job as easy as possible attractive and easy yeah yeah to increase the level of automation less manual work more uh more automatic machines and and do bobs kind of help with that do you would you argue that actually using bobs technology but bobs is positioned since a long time uh, as a a full line supplier and when i say full line is it's really a stack from board to Mm -hmm. a stack Packaging, okay, mm-hmm. and the ability of Bob's to propose a complete solution is really uh, um, has a positive impact in the way we are driving the machine. Yeah. So here, um, operators are less stressed; they have the machine running smoothly, and it's a, it's it's a way, yes, to 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 get the people. Yeah. Also, all the interface between the machine and the operator is important. Yeah. And Bob's has developed a lot of solutions to 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 make the life more easy for the operators, meaning with um, a, st- a high standard, high-end standard of uh, of, of uh, interface mm-hmm. that we sphere, and with this concept, we want to make it as fast as possible to mm-hmm. learn. How to drive a machine for a sure, new operator, sure. and this is a key for the future. Clearly, uh, that's interesting. But as you said, uh, a lot of companies are losing people who are already experienced, so that is a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is this is okay. Old people are going retired, but also the young generations they want to change more often. <laughs> yeah. In terms of job, and uh, this is uh, this is something we see everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I've been at two events in the last. <laughs> two weeks and they're, they're, this is the main problem you know they have two things fuel crisis energy crisis but they see that as something that that's kind of everyone's facing we know why this issue of recruitment and retention getting good people keeping good people is a real challenge for our industry and for many industries um so just just thinking a little bit about that and that sense that the way to tackle these kind of crises is through product development, product innovation, ideas. What is it that Bob's are doing to innovate what you're delivering? Well, at Bob's, we try to, to have the best market intelligence as possible. Mm. And if you look at the evolution specifically on, on the substrates and consumable, mm-hmm. it's really high today. And, and we spoke before about the paper quality um, that people use to make the corrugated boards. Yeah. And packagings, and here clearly we need to identify this kind of trend and, and to test it and to understand what is the impact on our machine and how it is converting the packaging. Yeah. Um, an example I can share with you is the the no crush feeders. You know, traditionally on, on a corrugated board machine, you have feeder with pull rolls that crushes the board to introduce the board inside the machine. Yeah. And for a long time, Bob's has developed uh, specific feeders that we call no-crush feeder that doesn't crush this board. Mm. And today, it's a way to feed properly 
um, the lower paper grade without impacting both the resistance of the box and the visual aspect of the box. Very good. Here, I mean, this is a kind of innovation that the market requests. And, and today we are happy to say that we can propose this kind of solution for, on a very wide range of machines. Yeah. And this is a, um, a solution impacting also the environmental impact and that we, we, we just talked before. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned something there. You said that this innovation is a customer-driven innovation. So customers are asking for this type of innovation. Not, yeah. a, not a technology innovation that you yeah. are forcing customers to accept. Oh, the only way to make an innovation a commercial success mm. is that innovation must address a customer pain point. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, we... We need to speak with customers. We need to see what comes on the market, and we need to be the first one proposing the the, the best solution to to fix this uh, customer pain point. This yeah, is... yeah, absolutely. Pain, pain and gain. Yes, <laughs> their pain, your gain. No, that's absolutely right. So then, as you mentioned just a moment ago, you started talking about that issue of sustainability and and helping customers to improve productivity as a business. How important is this sustainability story for Bobst at the moment? Uh, it's it's a it's a very good uh, point because uh, Bobst has presented his vision now a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, sustainability is one of our pillar into this vision. Huh? Yeah. And today, our strategy is clearly oriented on on concrete actions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are on. Last, the first one are the internal operations, okay, how we manufacture the machines. The second one is on the use of equipment, meaning mm-hmm. how customers, when they use equipment, what is the impact yeah. on the environment. And the third one is on the packaging use and uh, the end life of the packaging. Yeah, that's so interesting. I- that, so, so, in effect, three pillars there. Exactly. Because, because there is often a question over sort of, uh, how we know that we need to recycle, reuse. We know these things. We know about saving uh, fuel, but it's that sense that the technology is also about efficiencies that will lead to sustainable efficiencies in your business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and we focus specifically on the equipment use because for our customers, it's a direct impact. So on operation use, we can propose some options to, 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 to how, how can I say that, to, to pay back the, the, the CO2 emission mm. that has been emitted during the machine manufacturing. So mm-hmm. this is one off. But what is important is on the daily operations on yeah. the machine with the equipment. Yeah. And That's here just... we, yes. No, 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 I agree with you. I, 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 I... I completely agree that you know you can buy carbon credits or you could buy you can kind of do things when you know that there's a you've done something wrong but it's more about sustainable business practice isn't it and using yeah. using the technology to create a, a more sustainable business solution that is cost efficient that is yeah, productive um, efficient with concrete examples on machines i can i can speak about the expert yeah. for 165 where we have developed some specific uh, machine drive where we split the different units of, of the of the folder grower, mm-hmm. which makes the process more efficient and we manage independently each part of the process. Yeah, that's good. When we see an issue, we can 
finish the good boxes to the finished goods and boxes can be ejected on the other way. So this is a way to stop the feeding and not producing uh, waste on the machine. Yeah. And yeah. we know that producing waste can be a high cost at high cost for the customers, specifically uh, on some markets like the corrugated market, mm. where, where any box, okay, I mean, if you throw out a box, um, the price of the paper inside the box is huge. It's huge. Mm. So for any waste that you don't create is a huge saving. But also on the energy side, huh? uh, I mean, our R&D team did develop a concept on the flatbed die cutters mm -hmm. uh, that is called the energy recovery system. All right, okay. Here it's about getting back the energy when the machine is slowing down. So it's a way to minimize uh, energy consumption and, and to get it back into the, the system uh, to reuse it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's a... That's a clever way that converters can adapt to remain successful, isn't it? Because it's uh, cost efficiency. Yes, clearly. Uh, and in the end, um, the the how can I say that? Uh... Yeah, no, it's fine. I, I just think that's interesting. That sort of sense that you you think about how to support packaging inverters to adapt to create yes. greater success, really. And in the end, the solution will come from everywhere. I mean, yeah. minimizing the energy consumption, minimizing the waste generation, yeah. uh, optimizing how much energy you need to produce one box. Yeah. Okay. And and all this together will be key in uh, in facing the challenges of energy use, waste, and consumption globally. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. So as we come to the sort of wrapping up our discussions which has been really informative and, and very interesting what's your sense of bob's vision for the future of packaging production where, where do you see this going we've talked about a few things well we we think at bob's that uh the next level of performance and efficiency will come through the data collection all right yeah data analyze and data review so um and this is what Bobs is doing with the introduction of the new platform, Bobs Connect, mm -hmm. okay, which represents today for us the highest level of service mm. for our customers. Mm. And not only for our the converters, but this is towards all the stakeholders in the value chain of the packaging industry. Mm. So um, each of our developments, uh, they are supported by our cornerstone of, the, of our vision, mm. which are connectivity, automation, digitalization, and sustainability. Uh, and we believe at Bob's that um, only with, with this cornerstone, we will be able to, to support the achievement of the best quality and the highest performance for the converters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and clearly, um, well, these data will help us to improve, to minimize the waste, and in the end, to be more efficient than just only an equipment supplier. But yeah. to have the view of the full workflow is very important uh, to, to, to get this, uh, this kind of target. Sure. I always like to ask a kind of tricky question at the end. So my tricky question to you is, and it's not tricky, it's just interesting. Um, Bobstar, clearly market-leading, innovative, 
very strong uh, at what they do, very good at what they do. But you look at the marketplace and you look at other companies that are in the in the mar- same market as you. Are there any other companies that you particularly admire or think, actually, that's an interesting product? That's something that I like the look of that you could share. You mean in terms of uh, equipment manufacturing? Yeah, equipment or technology or innovation or ideas. You know, we're clearly talking to you, Europe, Bobs. It's like you are number one, you know, clearly. But I just wonder, as an organization, do you look at, look around? Do you, are you very open-minded to look at for other companies to see who what, what other companies are doing things that are good and strong? Well, when I see a different uh, competitors, what I can say is that we face strong competitors, okay, having good solutions and and, and, and proposing, um, okay, good machines, let's say it this way. Mm-hmm. But, but each of them is focusing on one uh, product. Mm. And and we looking at each product, okay, the, the, the difference between bots and these competitors is the way that we propose full line solution, very wide portfolio, mm-hmm. and on top of that, a very high level of service for the mm-hmm. customer. So looking at each individual machine or each individual technology mm-hmm. is fine, uh, and they can be good in some of them. But looking at the globality and the global solution that can be proposed, um, I think Bob's is effectively quite of unique on the market mm. and, 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 and the only one proposing this, uh, this kind of performance. Mm. But yes, you're right. Huh? If we look at some specific solutions, sometimes we, do, we have them, sometimes we don't. But, but what is interesting to see is, is at the globality of the solutions. Sure. And here I don't see anybody able to, to find or to fight or to, to propose anything similar on the market. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of why I asked it, because you are clearly market leading and broad in your offering. So, David, thank you very much for giving me your time today. Um, be very informative, very interesting. I am glad you could join us. And um Thank you very much. Hopefully, we'll catch up sometime in the future. Yeah, thank you, Fraser. It was a pleasure to speak with you and uh, yeah, talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up and visit futureprint.tech for the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research, and to catch up on content from Futureprint events. We'll see you next time on the Futureprint podcast.